this is just a smidge more with Brandy Henson. I'm Holly Stillings, and this is everything you want to know without an appointment. This is a weekly podcast where medical profession and real life collide. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Let's dive right into part two. So raising all of these wonderful little children and big children that we have in our lives, raising confident girls in an insecure culture. That's wild, right? <laughs> that's, that's that's a mouthful. <laughs> it is a mouthful. And everybody is insecure. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like it would be easier to deal with people if they just had like a level of insecurity that was like tattooed on their forehead. So you would know. Like what's my percentage yeah. and what's yours? And I actually, I heard this relationship therapist and it was on Instagram. I'm sorry, but you know, that's where I get all my real news from. <laughs> where you get all your real information. <laughs> exactly. But I love what she had to say. Maybe you guys out there have seen this. It was like a meme or something, or maybe someone sent it to me. Anyways, it was very good. And I showed it to my husband and it was this relationship counselor. And she says, you know, when uh, my husband comes home, we have this conversation or I come home and she's like, you know, I'm at a 20. I'm at a 20. That's all I can give you is a mm-hmm. 20. And he's like, okay, I got us the rest of the evening or whatever. When they're going through a hard time, he's like, you know what? I come in, I, I'm at a 30. She's like, the real bad times are when we're both at a 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we've labeled our feelings to where we both understand where each where other are at. at. Yeah. And now we know how to proceed mm-hmm. with caution. Mm-hmm. Or, and I was like, wow. I really like that. That's really smart. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you both come in at 20, you can say the wine will take us further than we can get. Well, that's, well, that's our advice. (laughs) 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 Right. But I showed my husband that he's like, oh yeah, he's like, that's really good. He's probably just saying that, you know, pretend like he was interested, but I was like, that is, that is like earth shattering to me. It was like, I love that. The world is so good at beating us up when Mm -hmm. we go home. We're just sort of like at the end. And what you said is correct. Everyone is insecure. So we, we look at certain people, Kim Kardashian, whatever, and we say, do you she, think she's insecure? hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. Do you even you. question that? <laughs> yeah. What do you think her percentage would be? What would be her number on her forehead? Of what? Insecurity. hundred percent. I still watch her though. I know. I I've don't. never watched. I've never. Episode. Really? No. So I didn't watch the old ones and now the new one it's very good. Yeah. Really? No, it's I'm really still good. not going to watch it. <laughs> no. I think because I think what trips us up is insecurity um, masquerades as false confidence a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So people who appear to be the most confident. Okay, Melody, you got to write a book. They're the most this insecure. Is, I mean, it, but yeah. did you hear what she yes. just said? It, it's insecurity true. masquerades as false confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, so we, we look and we go, oh, um, and so that's back to like raising daughters. I think something else I've taught Addison is you'll never become confident through comparison. Ooh, no, that's good. You'll ne- yeah. you're never going to become confident through comparison because we've why? all because learned that someone's yeah. all someone's always better, prettier, skinnier, stronger, richer, healthier. Like go go you know yeah. more spiritual. Mm-hmm. Go through the thing. So, but comparison is all around us and social media only makes it worse. You know, look at the vacation they went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at the money that they have. Look yeah. at her husband. Look right. at her daughter. Why are my kids dumb? Like wh- whatever the thing is. Why are my kids dumb? <laughs> yeah, like you're always just like, why, why are we like not, why am I always coming up short? Right. And so 
man, we have such a we have such an opportunity to rewrite the narrative for our own lives and for our daughters to say, God isn't asking you to be her. Yeah. Her is already done. He created her. She's her. That's done. He doesn't need another her. Mm-hmm. You know what he needs? He Absolutely. needs the best you. Yeah. That oh you my can gosh, be. I love that. Yeah. He needs you to be the best. Yeah. So if it, it, and as long as you're looking at her, you're going to be distracted. Mm-hmm. And what does distraction keep, keeps us from discipline? Yes. And discipline is what helps us become our best. Yeah. So if I'm distracted and I'm looking at her, I'm comparing, I'm wasting my time and energy on something that I cannot control. Yeah. Whether she succeeds or not, I can't control that. Whether she becomes the best, I can't control that. Let me celebrate her and like go, girl, you go be you. Meanwhile, I have the discipline determination to be who I am called to be, who I was made to be. And I can't worry about where, where I'm coming up short with you or how you and I are. I'm focused. And because that's the way to confidence. Comparison is going to keep you from confidence every day of the week. Yeah. And And I have to say to moms, Back to your girls are watching what you do way more than they're listening to what you say. A hundred percent. So you have to model this confidence for them. And when and I when I don't feel it, when I don't feel like I'm being the best version of myself, I tell myself and I tell my daughter, there's grace enough for today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's grace enough for today for me. I'm not gonna get sideways, I'm not gonna get bent. I'm going to stay focused, but there's grace for me today to have a a bad day, a sad day, whatever that is. But comparison is robbing us all of real freedom and joy and becoming truly confident, not falsely confident. And we've all got to do the hard work of like knowing what our lane is, what our race is, so that we can stop competing with other women and celebrate other women. So stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. And along with this too, you know, this confident, we're talking a lot about girls because you know, men, uh, girls and boys and men and women, I mean, it's just different. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's just different right yep. now. I mean, it's like, I, I know there's a lot of pronoun talk and everything going in and it's just like, I don't even want to get on that subject, but <laughs> me either. <laughs> there are, there are societal ideals that women have to strive for or don't strive for or whatever it is, whatever, level they want to go to, but they're always there and they're in our girls and, you know, whatever we can do to talk about, break the mold. What do you do? What tip do you have? Yep. Uh, Brandy and I, we're always talking about our girls. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, they're doing this or they had a bad day or, you know, this one's dealing with this. It's, it's a nonstop conversation. Yeah. Um, and so that's why we know boys deal with this stuff too, but girls are really in the thick of it. Um, and the other thing that I wanted to talk about too, is that we have to allow our kids and girls to fail too. Sometimes we can't just completely pad their entire life. Like, okay. It's hard to watch them fail. It's very hard. Yeah. It's hard to watch them fail. It's hard to watch them be disappointed, be Mm -hmm. left out, be excluded. But man, like I said, we learn the most when we fall and when we fail and they do too. It's true. It's really true. Melody, you have to write a book. I'm serious. You literally wrote a book on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Thank you. I mean, you are really, your responses you are so poignant. see why I love her so much? Yes. Except when she gets I, that, I you know you I love now? you, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I love you, but. Or you know it's really bad when Pastor Matt says, I want you to meet with Melody. Oh, and good luck. <laughs> I'm like, uh. I know. I was like, wow, that wasn't whoops. a great segue into our conversation. Right? And we were already friends, but I was really scared. <laughs> I was really scared of her for that minute. It wasn't that scary. But, it wasn't at all. Um, but yeah, so, but she'll, oh, she, 
What are you in on, on the Enneagram in eight? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So 100%. <laughs> and they're so, direct. They're known yeah. for being direct, direct. being truth tellers. Mm-hmm. And yet also, um, they'll say that healthy, healthy eggs, eights are like an egg. They have this hard exterior, but a really soft, pliable inside like an egg does. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really true. We care hard. We we fight for people who are marginalized or oppressed or we, we sense injustice. We rise up to mm-hmm. protect and love and care. And that's how we do it. Um, we're not much on being peacemakers all the time. We'd rather just light it all up and start again. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there's a fierce love and protection that comes with being an eight yeah. on the Enneagram for yeah. sure. Is that what you loyal for sure? Oh no, I'm a hundred percent one oh. and a six, and not a six. the good six. So I'm chicken little. So you got whatever so you, you need. I've got it over you here. You have to give a little context to your scoring. Like what? So one is basically you want to be performer. perfect. I want to be perfect. So this is a test. So just to give a little background to people who don't know. So this is a test that um, it's a it's a tool to help you know yourself. Okay, that's really what it is. And um, our pastor wrote a book about it. His pastor wife, Matt, Pastor Matt Sandals Brown, Church. it's called a book. A book about you. Okay. And you just basically take this, uh, this test and it just kind of, again, it's just, it's not meant to, um, it's not mythical. It's not voodoo. It's just a tool to help you know yourself. And when you take it, you realize it's accurate. Oh yes. It's, the test isn't telling you, you're telling yourself, like you're answering the questions. And once you recognize like I'm strong here and I'm weak here, especially in, in any relationship or friendship, knowing like I know that Brandy has high six um that's there's a lot of fear inside of a six and so a lot of our conversations around me helping her don't be afraid mm-hmm. like I might send her even a bible verse or mm-hmm. a quote about not being afraid not being fearful because I know that that's deep within her um also she's a high one so she <laughs> she wants to be right and she wants you to be right too mm-hmm. yes so if she looks and's like hey you're not right okay, is how do you find grace for when they fail or when they get it wrong or when they disappoint you? Um, And ones tend to be the harshest critics on themselves. So while she might be critical of this or that, she's really so critical of herself. So I have to also say, Brandy, give grace to yourself. Like you're a human. You Mm -hmm. got that wrong. That doesn't define who you are. Right. Keep moving throughout your day. Um, So just understanding how you're wired. Um, I'm an eight, so my husband will say, you don't have to fight this battle, babe. Like, you don't have, I'm like, yes, I do. He's like, oh no, we're going. You really don't. Or he'll say, it's not what you said, it's how you said it. I'm like, why are you talking (laughs) out loud? (laughs) Or for eights, like, don't tell me what to do. He, like, that's a trigger. Uh Um, But at the same time, I will defend him, my kids, my friends, Mm -hmm. like, too, with everything that I have. Don't come after the people that I love. Absolutely. Um, So just knowing how you're wired, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and then being able to speak to those is really helpful. So this, you can thank the six for why I always have Zofran medical kits. Exactly. <laughs> this guy is falling. Do you know what the six's motto is in life? Because my best friend Tammy is a six. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared. Be prepared. Yes, don't exactly. be scared. Be prepared. That is 100% and the we truth. We just had this conversation because we our, all of our families got the stomach flu. We were in Mammoth and I texted Brandy. I was like, 
I, she's like, do you want me to write you for Zofran? I said, I have three Zofrans here. I think they've been. That's not at, enough. They've been at our place for like five years. So we're going to give one to Reed and then we're going to save the two for an emergency situation. <laughs> yeah. If someone is just vomiting uncontrollably, we're using them. Or I can just call in the pharmacy and you'll have 30 Zofrans Now they go on a trip minutes. and she's got everything for like World oh, War III, know. you know. And I, Travis will make fun of her until he needs it. And then he's right? so glad she remembers. It's true. Yes. It's true. Well, she kind of lives her life like that too, which is probably why she's in this line of work. I mean, if you go into the cupboard, you can find anything. Like I'll come to work today. I like, well, I really don't need to bring anything but myself because if I want a Coke, there's a Coke. If I want a Advil, there's Advil. There's heartburn we're medication. Pre- we're, we're prepared here. Okay. I mean, you could live here yeah. and you would be yeah. fine. Yeah. There's good snacks. There's always good snacks. And a comfortable couch. I might just come spend the night here. There's even a washer and a dryer back there. Yeah, she is is ultimately prepared. But we, like, going back to our kids, I mean, it is a really hard thing to just, like, okay, you want to do this and then you can do it and we're going to have to watch you and you might make it. You might not, you might fail. I mean, I'm going to use Reed again, my daughter, but she's going to kill me for this, but I will use this example because it is so true. She is in gymnastics and she continuously, (laughs) it's a dangerous sport. It's very dangerous. Oh yeah. So, you know, she goes in, she dislocates her elbow. She breaks, she breaks and dislocates it, has to have surgery. We're like, you really want to keep doing the sport? And that's not to mention all the other little injuries that, you know, you're not laid up for six months. Um, But she loves it and it is her passion. And it's like, well, you know, they're, they're not on their phone. You know, right. They're not doing drugs. Yeah. And um, I mean, they're not just, you know, online with boys all day. So, I mean, it. what are the alternatives here? Right. Like there's a lot of choices. So mm-hmm. we're like, okay, but I am fear. I'm very overprotective, like safety wise. Mm-hmm. Like, like my husband calls me the safety police. My kids call me the safety. You police. might be a six too. I, I think, think you so. need to take the test. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I'm like, going to send you the link. Our later. kids are older. They're, you know, 12 and 13. And when they're in a parking lot, I'm constantly like, okay, like that's cars pulling out. Let's come here. Like, we were on You're the hike. Six. We you were on the hike in the Mammoth, test. and Reed was walking behind me. And I said, "You walk in between Daddy and I because if oh, a yeah. bear comes, I want him to be me first. She doesn't need to take the test. No, you're a six. So you know what? You can never make fun of me again. Ever. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find we'll, something. We'll be prepared together. <laughs> and I'll know who to come to in a case of an emergency. My medical emergencies. Brandy, help me. I'm dying. Yeah, it's not really fair She's though. All, because I googled it. I told Joel. I said, you know, and my husband. I said. I, Listen, I I have to watch out for everyone, okay? Yeah. Like, you're an emergency room doctor. You see things. He's an adrenaline junkie, so he doesn't worry about the things that I worry about, and I don't worry about the things that he worries yes. about. Yeah, we're all wired differently. It's true. Yes. And so I guess that's a good balance. It is. But now I have been labeled the safety police. and Maybe Joel's a seven. What's Maybe. a seven? No fear, all fun. No, let's go. I don't know if that's it. <laughs> Let's pursue, like, let's, well. He's very, uh, he, he is very, like, organized with money. He's a three. And, He's true. And work and life and, like, uh, you know, everything is up to me. Like He's the achiever. He's, yeah. He is. And he was the oldest of six kids. And so he's more like, preparate, like, preparate. We got to prep for every, like, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, and I'm kind of like, well, everything will be fine, but you might get hit by that car in the parking right. lot. He's long term. not driving. He's, yes, he's long term preparation. Uh-huh. You're like parking lot preparation. And don't get eaten <laughs> by the bear. No one is getting eaten by the bear on this hike today. We are financially secure. Look out for the bears. You guys need each other. Oh, I read. I read to everyone before. I was like, okay, this is what we bear need to safety? do. If we, yes, bear safety. I was like, what do you need to do? You talk to a bear like it's a person. You like, hello, bear. No, you do. I swear to God, if you guys look this up, you will see it. You do. And there is a bear whisperer and he talks about this all the time. You talk to them like a person and you treat them like a child, like get out of here, bear. Like you're not allowed to do that. Or huh. like very strict, very stern okay, conversation. You're not going to be like, hi, bear. Get no, out of here. You, you're like, no bear, get out of here, bear. It's not like nice. Like hmm. you're making friends with the bear. You have I just to be feel stern. Very, I feel a lack of confidence in my ability to tame a bear. <laughs> I don't know. I might, I've read up on it so much now. You also like, might be a high five. All the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I'm gathering all the knowledge. I mean, Please I tell me you t- didn't get this knowledge from Instagram or Facebook. <laughs> I got it from, well, it was on Instagram. Um, and I think it was from like national park safety. There was a Wolverine. Did you hear about that? Yes. There was a Wolverine. It was like the only one I seen think in I'm like not going to go hiking. Years. I'm going to stay safe inside the I cabin. I didn't even know there were wolverines. Okay, so this is the, why I, you know, I get it why they're calling me the safety police, but, you know. Yeah. There's the longer reason. you live, the more danger you're aware of. Thank you. The more things you feel like you need to like warn your kids about. And the older exactly. you get, the slower you move. <laughs> so you need to use your voice and your brain. Yeah. I'm going to remember that. Stay Holly. away, babe. <laughs> no, I, my is out of there. I am not standing well, you, there. No, yet. you, can't, you run. can't run. I do know they that. They will chase you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when they're so activated. So you want me to stand there and cuddle with a you bear? You triggered him. <laughs> you triggered him. It would be your fault. <laughs> I'm going to have my bear spray. Don't you worry. I, and, you know, how close do you allow the bear to get to where you use the bear spray? I have it too. But that bear's got to get close, and I'm not I'm not ready for that. Mm-mm. And you're supposed to make yourself very big. Like, wave your arm. That's, I've heard five, that. Two. How big can I really as get? As big as you possibly can. No, I think shouting, you're right. Being direct, being yeah. like, um, like authoritative. Authoritative, yeah. And mountain lions, I hear, are the same thing. Bro. Oh, how, did we, how do we get to Wolverine's know. bears and mountain lions? I don't know. I'm not sure. But this is hilarious. This conversation, it will just flow. It really will. So. <laughs> Oh man! So, why do you guys think friendship is so hard? Uh, uh, <laughs> would you rather be friends with males or females? None of the above. <laughs> do you want to have a friend? <laughs> Everybody wants a friend. Yeah. And, like, do the friends get smaller as we get older? Yes. Like, a hundred percent. The pod, the yes. pod gets smaller. Shrinks and it shrinks does. And shrinks I was just telling shrinks. my daughter, um, my fr- my my birthday every year. I can go back and it's the same women every year. Mm-hmm. It's just like, that's, that's so nice. my group. Um, and, and I prefer that um, because yeah, I think the older you get, the more you know yourself and a real friend is someone that you can be your real self with. So I've all, I've, I've tried to teach this to my daughter. When you leave a, fr- a hangout with a friend, do you feel energized or do you feel exhausted? Yes. Yes. Well, if you feel exhausted, there's a good chance you spent a bulk of that time in pretense because pretense is exhausting. And that means you weren't your real self. Yeah. You didn't relax. You didn't have fun. Or if you're questioning yourself, like, you know, did I say that? Did I not say it? Did or, I act right? Yeah. Or you leave a you Are leave they going to talk about me? Right. Are they you gonna... leave a gathering questioning. Yeah. It's the wrong. Yeah. Wrong it's the crowd. wrong friendship. Yeah. Wrong crowd. Yeah. And, and so 
when you get to a place in your life where you're like, these women know the real me. They've been with me in really low lows. They can celebrate me with really high highs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I the can, really low lows are the real. Yeah. yeah. It's and the real deal. Who's yeah, there with you? And who's there with you when it's dirty, it's messy, it it might not get cleaned up. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's bad. Those are the people that, you know, you want to have yeah. with you in your corner going forward. And not so, good time friends. Yeah. No. So you want to invest in those friendships. But I've taught this to Addison. There's a, a way in which you can exist, and it's called friendly but not friends. Friendly but not friends. Friendly but friends not friends. at a distance. Yeah. People that you know, people that, you know, maybe a girl, you know, girls in class, in school, mm-hmm. in college, at work, and you're like, I don't want to be friends with that person. I think women struggle with how do I then behave in that situation. Mm-hmm. You're friendly, but you're not yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. You have a boundary. Right. That boundary is here. Here's what it is. And I don't, I, I understand the boundary. I don't cross it. I can be kind to you. I can smile. I can say, how are you? I can genuinely care about you. Have manners. And, yeah. And not bring you into my circle. Mm-hmm. And, and is it wrong to leave people out of your circle? hundred mm-hmm. percent not. It is, it, I mean, a hundred percent it is okay to leave people outside of your yeah. circle. So friendship I think is hard for women because we grow up um, watching our moms navigate friendship or not. And not seeing a good example of what that looks yeah. like. And then being taught, we just have to be nice to everybody. So then our minds, we go, well, that means I have to be friends with everybody. We can't do that. You yeah. can't be a good friend to everybody. You've got mm-hmm. limited capacity. Right. Um, then we we hear, well, we can't leave people out. So then we have to. So we, we just have all these mixed messages that we don't know how to navigate at 12, 14, 16, 18. Or even 40s. Yeah. So no, we carry 40s. that into, we carry that into our 40s. <laughs> we carry it with us. Yeah. yeah. And we still have haven't figured it out. And then I see women in their forties having all of this friend drama. And it's really because yeah. of, of just bad narratives growing up, um, not able to like figure that stuff out. And it it's, no one's got time for that. No, no, they really don't. No you, one does. Holly, you said something a few years ago when you said, you know, I want friends. What did you say? You said, we're all getting older and sh- going to start going wrong with us <laughs> and you need friends who are going to be there. And that's yeah, so true. That true. Yes. That is, t- that, that was going back to what Melody said. Like, it's not good time friends. It's friends who are going to sit with, sit with you and no. the low, low and health problems and, you know, bad times and yeah. our yeah. kids going away and life yeah. and like health. Yeah. And it's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. When you, I think you become a better friend when you recognize what your capacity is and it makes you understanding what someone else's capacity mm-hmm. might be. Yeah. So sometimes in friendship, you've got two friends. One has higher capacity than the other. So that creates a dynamic in which the person with high capacity is like the pursuer. Mm-hmm. Hey, want to hang out? Hey, want to yeah. do? Mm-hmm. They have really high capacity. And the other person loves, they're invested in the friendship, but their capacity is low. Work is a dream. Yeah. Raising kids is a dream. Mm-hmm. Like they have such, they have so little to give. It's not that they don't care about you. It's not that they don't love you. They just have yeah. less capacity than you. And I think in real friendship, you have to have those conversations. Yeah. The person of high capacity can start to feel like it's Next always and me. And they get upset. It's always yeah, me. Yeah, it's, it's always yeah. me. And, and you're like, just, I'm proactive and you're passive. And it's really mm-hmm. a lot, of, a lot of times it's a capacity issue. Um, and so I think the other reason why friendship is hard for women is because we don't engage in those hard conversations. We tend to assume the worst. Yes. Believe the worst. Yeah. Write a narrative 
that becomes the script yep. mm-hmm. and we operate off of that. That's true. And then yeah. it's like people are just held to this narrative that we've written and created. I know what you were doing when you did that. I know mm-hmm. what you meant when you didn't call. This is what you. And then we, we we spin a narrative. And now that narrative is our script and we don't deviate from that. That's right. And we hold people hostage a lot of times to unreasonable expectations. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. no one can fix you. No one can rescue you. No one can yeah. save you. No one has that capacity. Yeah. Um, there's no super best friend out there. So a lot of times the better, you know, yourself, the better friend you can be because you recognize I don't have all my crap together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Neither does she, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, and you love the person for the best version they can be. Right? Yeah. And you yeah. encourage That's them to tell Brandy. That. Well, I don't have all my craft together. Uh, do I don't. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, no. no, I knew Melody and I hit friend status when I got a picture of her on the toilet with her face. She's not off. lying. Wow, she's putting it out there. Yeah. No, she I actually posted that at a Cultivate oh, I've conference. Shown it. I've shown oh, yeah. it multiple times. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, Brandy, is this what's supposed to happen to my face? <laughs> <laughs> and I look like, and when I show the picture, you hear this. <gasps> And I'm like, none of you are my friends. And I'm laughing. So I'm like, yes, yes, that wait, is. so you did it like a slideshow or something? I was giving a message okay. talking about vulnerability. Oh, wow. How we don't like to be vulnerable. Yeah. And how um, I did a chemical peel years ago. I'd never done anything like it. Brandy's uh-huh. like helped me move into new realms. And she's like, well, here's what's going to happen. And your skin's going to start to shed. So every day I'm like, am I shedding? Am I shedding? She's we a late peeler, I'm a by late the way. Peeler. I guess. <laughs> so How many when, days were you? Oh, I'm a late yeah. peeler. Yeah, she was at like day seven. Oh, so wow. When it started, so then one day when it happened, it was like, you know, your face when it's like mm-hmm. peeling here, but not here. It and was, you can't peel it. And I'm sitting on the toilet. I'm like looking at myself. I'm like, <laughs> selfie. <laughs> Send to Brandy. Is this happening right? Is this? And she's, I'm like, we're, that's, we just went next level in our yeah. friendship. But yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's wonder- a good. That's a good place to start a friendship. It really is. Our first double date was super interesting. Like it's always a fun time with Travis and I. You never know what you're gonna get. No. Nope. Oh no, these two are wild cards. Yeah. <laughs> Medical advice and let's break down all those barriers. Yeah. I mean, because what is a hospital in ER? It's like someone walking into your bedroom. Yes. In the most in your most vulnerable state, and mm-hmm. you don't care because you need help. And that's what you and Travis have done for years. You just like, yeah. Who who cares? I'm in here to you know see what we can do, and you're just like. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is true. So one thing about Brandy and Travis, um, you, we've been friends 10 plus years and Brandy is a giver. That's the thing that I love about you are so generous with your time and energy. And, you know, I was, I was just at home, like taking care of my family. And she was like, you need to come in and, and work for me and help me. And like, you know, use your marketing skills and like, and I, and I fought her for a, a while mm. and I was just like, no, it, it's not the right dynamic for our family and the kids need me and Joel. And, and then we had to break Joel down. And yeah. And we she had just, to wear him she down was just to like one day Water a over a rock, <laughs> water over a rock. And, and I, I never would in a million years thought that I would be here helping her. Mm. And it's been like one of the best things ever for me. I it's helped that. my confidence. It's. Mm. I see her and I see how she manages her life with her family. And as a woman, she doesn't let her own role in her family take away from her profession. Mm. And it's really, it's really beautiful. And I really love you for that. Well, thank you. And so some Melody talked Mm -hmm. about gratitude in our last podcast. (laughs) It's really is. I, I'm very grateful for it. And it's been really just amazing for me. I love that. And so I think talking about real true friendship is 
you know, when you are damaged or when, you know, they see something in you that you need in your life or whatever, pulling someone and taking them to the next level of their life is a really great friend. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. There's, I would say the key ingredient to lasting true friendship is, is vulnerability. Um, you know, in the last podcast, we talked a little bit about, I help, Brandy helps me with my skin. I help her with her soul. (laughs) And we have moments in our friendship where the one you just mentioned, I was really, I've been really vulnerable. She has seen me at my worst externally. And then I've had moments with her where there was vulnerable moments of her soul that she's brought me into. Oh, you've seen me at my worst. (laughs) And that knits you together. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're like, I'm in this with you and you can trust me and I'm safe. And I think what is really hard for women is when you have that moment with someone, you have that vulnerable moment, and someone's like, I'm here, I'm with you, I'm for you. And then that person turns out not to be genuine. Who you thought yeah. they were. Not to be sincere. And it actually hardens us to try it again and be vulnerable with somebody else. And and so I think as women, we have to learn that in a lot of relationships, we have to do the hard work of recovery mm-hmm. so that we can grow yeah. and not just bl- like that. I'm never letting someone hurt me again. You're not that powerful. Right. <laughs> like I would like to be. Right, I, I of felt course. that way more We'd than once. We'd love to be like, yeah. you know, Wonder Woman. Like you're yeah. not going to get, but we are. We're going to be hurt again. Mm-hmm. Who you're going to be after you get hurt again is c- always up to you. Yeah. Always up to you. Um, and so in friendship, it's like be the kind of friend that you want to have yeah. and and observe people in friendship, observe what they're like to determine if you want that friendship in your life. Um, we, we can be guarded with our space. We can be guarded with our capacity. Don't bring in a friend if you can't invest in the friendship. I right. mean, a friendship will only grow yeah. if you invest in it. So I think, I think we just need to be more, um, we need to be more wise and discerning in how much of ourselves we give away, but then also in the amount of people that we sort of bring in close because we have limited capacity with Mm -hmm. everything that we have going on in our lives. We do. And it's okay to be real about that. It's okay to just go, I can't be everything for everybody. Like I I don't have that in me, but I can be a really good friend to to this small group of women Mm -hmm. and I'm going to give them everything I can, everything I have, they can count on me, but I can't do that for a hundred women, but I can do it for five. Sure. You know, and I think that when you're in your 20s or 30s, really more 30s, I think nowadays, but you know, you're starting families or you're getting married and everyone is kind of in this place like, oh, we're all getting married. You're Mm -hmm. going to a wedding every single weekend. Then you're going to a baby shower every single weekend. And then you get into your 40s. And you're just tired. (laughs) You're tired and everyone's getting divorced or they're not getting divorced or whatever. And people change when they go through huge life altering situations. Mm It's, it's difficult and the human experience is difficult and to find a friend friendships or a friendship that you can go through the test of time with and all of these things that happen in life, because there's going to be a lot. Mm -hmm. And as we talked about earlier, as you get older, it's just going to be more and more. Yep. So to have these friends that can be around you or one good friend Mm -hmm. that can be around Mm -hmm. you. And be there for each other is the biggest gift of all. Yeah. Yeah. And they say, you know, people who are sick or in the hospital and they get older, like what helps them the most recover? Prayer. Mm-hmm. Friendships. Yeah. That that social experiment is key mm-hmm. for a healthy mentality as yeah. you get older. Yep. Um, 
so I, I'm sure a lot of women come to you at the church or whatever, like help me out here. What can I do? And mm -hmm. like a women's group or it just, it just feeds, we are social creatures. Yeah. We mm -hmm. need to be around people. That's why COVID was so hard for people in quarantine. Um, but we are social creatures. And I think, uh, you know, I speak for myself when, as I get older, I'm still learning like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how to be a good friend. Like where are my, where are my issues? Where, you know, where do I exceed? Where do I fail? And, you know, and it's only part of our life. Cause then you've got your family and your kids and everything else. And it's like, so it's all just an evolution of working on yourself yes. all the time. Yes. If you're not willing to work on yourself, chances are you're not a good friend because yeah. you are looking for other people to, to give you what you can really only give yourself. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't feel good about myself. I need you to, to do Tell this. Me. To make me feel yes. better. Mm -hmm. I need you yeah. to, I need this. We're always looking for these <laughs> fillers. Yeah. Yeah. We are always looking for fillers. <laughs> we are always look, but different kinds of fillers. Yes. And, and so I think the best friends are the friends where I'm so aware of where I'm at in my life where I'm deficient, but where I'm growing. And I can bring that into a real friendship mm -hmm. and you can bring your stuff too. And we can't fix each other, mm -hmm. but we can support each other. We can cheer for each other. We can pray for each other. We can okay. celebrate each other. I can't fix you. I can't rescue you. Uh, your insecurity is not my problem. That's not a mean thing to say. Mm -hmm. um, that doesn't mean I don't care about your insecurity. That doesn't mean I don't care about what you're going through. I cannot fix it for you. Right. But I can walk alongside of you while you do the work. Yeah. Sure. You know, I mean, that's those are the real conversations yeah. we have to have with with women. And and I think too, you know, I, again back to conversations with my daughter. Um, I've told I told her this when she was walking through some friend drama a few years ago, and. Um, it was one of those things where the girls confiding in, in Addison. Mm -hmm. And I, I said, you better be careful what you say back to her. Yeah. Because it's going to get back to, because I, I said to her, if she'll gossip to you, she'll gossip about you. That's right. I will say going back to our old podcast, I'm going to use that phrase you told us about giving your power away. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm going to use it too. Well, it, talking about friendships with girls and, and all the drama that goes with yes. it. Um, that I think when Reed comes to me with the next problem, whatever it will be, because have you ever noticed how there are these years that they're just good years? Mm -hmm. We're just sailing along. We're coasting. Thirteen's rough. Nice. Everything's good. Rough. It's and rough. Then you hit a year and the drama is at a level 10. Yeah. The hormones. The, the hormones. Hor everything. Level and so it's 20. like, okay, this is going to be the drama year, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think that after this, what I'm going to just say is don't give them, don't give it your power. Yep. I well, mean, that is, that really encompasses a lot. Mm -hmm. When you teach that to girls at a young age in friendship, that's a lesson that they will then take into dating relationships later. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we talk about FOMO, you know, fear mm -hmm. of missing out. So that's, that surfaces friend drama all the time. They went to, and I wasn't invited. They had what, you know, you yeah. were talking about. And now it's so... It like it's so in your face. Yeah, now you know. it's on like Snapchat, be yep. real, like Instagram, like you, it's just there, and yes. you see everything you're missing it's everywhere. Out yep. So this recently with my daughter, it was we had a situation, and I said, "What? What are you sad about?" And she cried, and she told me, and I said, "I get why you feel sad about that." Yeah, I feel like feel mm -hmm. that with them totally. Um, 
And so that that's a real thing. That's a real sadness. You don't mm-hmm. just say grow up or you know yeah. whatever. Right. Um, but then when you watch when you watch bad friendships and you watch your daughters try to hang on to them, a question that I've asked her is, is what is this costing you? What is this costing you to stay in this dysfunctional friendship? Right. Yeah. And is it it's worth it? It's not fun. No, it's no, not is it worth it. it? What <laughs> it is, is it costing you? It's not worth it. Like, no. do you have fun? I mean, I think that's one thing that we forget as like women or whatever. It's like, oh, this is my friend and da 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 da, da. Do you have fun when you're with that person? Yes. Uh, you know, that's what I tell Reed. Yeah. How much fun do you have? Are you having fun or do you feel like you're just hanging on by a thread yeah. or you're like, having the life sucked out of you? Yeah. Like, yeah. do you leave feeling like we talked about earlier? Do you leave feeling happy and elated? Like a friend has filled up your cup yep. or do you leave feeling drained? Yes. That's your answer right yep. there. It's totally. that simple. It, and listen, when you know, in your forties, I remember when I turned 40, one of my best friends said, when you turn 40, you know what you want and you know what you don't. Mm-hmm. And I shed some friendships, yeah. you know, not in a mean way, not in a, I don't like you, like not like not I in the middle you, school get out way, of here. <laughs> but just yeah. like to your point, yeah. I've got limited capacity, limited energy. My family is going to get the best of what I have. And then there's yeah. a small circle around them. Mm-hmm. And to, to do that well, I have to put some other things aside. Yeah. And, and and it's also okay for women to just say that friendships have seasons. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a season where you walked through something with someone and you right. had a friendship. And Absolutely. then your season changes. Yeah. It's okay that your friendship right. changes. Yeah. You don't hate them. You don't want them to die. Yeah. You want the best for them. But you have just moved on. And right. I've done that. And my, my daughter's like, oh my gosh, how did you do that? I'm like, the seasons change. Yeah. Yeah. So did I. <laughs> like yeah. it just and there's I think we have to like allow ourselves the freedom to go, my yeah. season has changed. Mm-hmm. I don't hate you. I'm not against you. I'm gonna cheer you on, celebrate you, love you. We just aren't going to have the same kind and of And your interests change. Yeah. You have yep. different interests yeah. and things change. Yeah. yeah. I will say what I do think our generation is really good at right now is women supporting women in business. Yeah. yeah. Friendship, not friends. What I don't know if my mother's generation was really good about that or just terrible at it, but I I see with, you know, Brandy and I have a group of friends, like, I feel like they are always celebrating someone's victory to work or Mm -hmm. to, you know, you've accomplished this. That's so great. So supportive. We're happy for each other. Everyone shows up, you know, and half of life they're, they're saying it's just showing up, right? Showing that you care, showing that you support or whatever. That's a big thing. And as you get older, that's all there is, is, you know, support and, and showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I think, our daughters' generations are even going to be better at that than than we are right now. Yeah. Um, women supporting women in business, and mm-hmm. that is about friendship, and it's not totally. about jealousy and not cutthroat. And I need to win. And I I think we're at a really good place in our lives where you know we see a woman and they're coming up through the ranks, and it's great. Yeah, yeah. we had um a couple weeks ago. I did something, and um it was a big deal for me. Like it was a big deal. It was a big moment in my life and, um, feeling well, now nervous. you have to tell us what it is. <laughs> well, it, it was preaching at my church, um, in front of, you know, in front of the whole and church. And she was amazing. And, I, we were not late to that church service and Kennedy and Harper were like glued. And, and they then, were like right in front of me. It was yeah, so sweet. Right in front of them. And then we left and Harper's like, mom, do you think she saw me? Was like, <laughs> she, yeah, asked she asked me, she's like, could you. you see me? And I was like, actually Harper, yes, I'm sorry. And I don't, like I said, I don't think I've ever been to a church where a mm. woman has preached. She did well, amazing. It was a big deal. And I, um, 
got to the church and went backstage and was just prepping, getting ready. And there was this tray sitting out there and it was like chips and salsa and guacamole, which is what I love (laughs) more than anything. And like diet Dr. Pepper (laughs) and like some of my favorites. Did you bring that? No. No, It sounds like a brandy. It sounds like like a brandy. She helped me get my skin ready. Uh (laughs) Matters. Well, you text and you're like, like, I have something really cool to tell, or I have something to tell you. You can't tell a six that. I said like, it's good. No, it's we're, not bad. And that didn't no, deter we're, her. No, you can't do that. You tell me we got to talk later. No, yeah. we're going to talk right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. And I should know that as being right. friends with sixes. But um, then they wrote me a card that just was like, we love you. We're so proud of you. This is such a big moment. You're going to crush it. And it's a beautiful example of what you're talking about. Women being for women. And that sense of if I go out here and I make a mess of this, right. it's I gonna have be okay. these friends who love me <laughs> yeah, and right. are for me. And my performance isn't going to dictate whether or not they stay or go. Yeah. And everybody in life wants someone like that in their corner. Absolutely. And so it's just, it stayed with me. Like that weekend will stay with me, but that from my friends will also stay with me forever. Um, and it was like a little thing, but it mattered. It mattered so yeah. much to me in that, in that big moment of yeah. my life. And she did incredible. So Thanks. if Pastor Matt ever listens to this, she needs to be on the rotation, <laughs> the, the sermon rotation. It's pretty cool. It yeah. really is. It's really amazing. Thanks. It was fun. And Brandy actually said it's taped. So where do you go online if someone would want to? It was the Mother's Day service, right? You can service, go to right? Sandals, yeah, Sandals Church We online. could link it on here, we'll too. We'll have Kelly link it. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Sandals Church on YouTube. You can, and I think it's the wisdom. I think they named it the wisdom we may have missed. That's the name of the sermon on YouTube. But yeah, Sandals Church has a channel. It's easy yeah. to find. And it's just so nice to like learn I think as you get older too, you learn how to, or I'm speaking for myself, learn from the women in your life, yeah. right? Like I have some friends or, or even, you know, family members and I'm like, though that's my spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. They're my spiritual guide. Like yeah. I watch what they do. I see what they do. That's how I want to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's my, you know, that's my spiritual guide over here. I've got, you know, I've got business and life and, 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 humor. And, uh, I have friends that are so funny. They're hilarious Mm -hmm. and you need that in your life. You really do. Oh yeah. And Brandy is my pusher, which I love her for that. I feel like you're my pusher. (laughs) You are my pusher. And you are always like, eye on the prize, eye on the prize. I remember you saying that to me so many times, like eye on the prize, eye on the prize. It's like, I think about life and like things I want to get out of life or things that I want for myself or for my family. And it's like, when I start to get detoured in like the minutia of life, I, I, there's a little voice inside of my head mm. and you should know this, that is Brandy Henson. It's like <laughs> eye on the prize. Yeah. Yeah. Put it's the good. blinders on and just go yeah, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, you do need people in your life that are, that lift you up. And if you don't have it, you know, it's okay. Listen to a good podcast, <laughs> read a good book, but I'm just saying there are some people in your life that bring different things to yeah. your life. Yeah. I always ha- hear critical. a Melody Workman little voice yeah. in my head. That's you can do hard things. Yeah. yeah. Like you can get through this. You can, you know, because a few times I had called her and I wanted so badly for her to just tell me something was going to be okay. And you even said like, I can't tell you that. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is you will 
you know, either way you will be okay. Yeah. So like, you're really good about that. You mm. won't tell me what I want to hear, even <laughs> if I push and push, but I do always hear you in my head that like, you will be okay. Yeah. Well, and I think the human nature is fear of aban- abandonment, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. oh, if I do this, they're, this is going to leave or friends are going to leave or whatever. Like that's just all in us, like yeah. our insecurity levels. Yeah. Right. So knowing that the chips and guacamole and the diet, Dr. diet Pepper, Dr. Pepper are going to be there. Yes. Is big. Yeah. And I, it's an analogy for friendship. I think one of the things that we should get better about in friendship is is saying is, you know, think about all the things in a friendship that you can't do. Yeah. I can't fix. I can't control. I can't rescue. A lot of times I can't solve. Mm -hmm. I can stay. Yeah. That's what you can do in friendship. You can stay. Mm -hmm. You can walk with someone through their pain. You can sit with them in their distress. You can be present. You can show up when they just need to see you. You can't fix, you can't solve, but you can stay. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's, I think it's, I think it's beautiful. I think it's freeing. I think it's empowering for women to go, you know, I can do that. I can't do all of these other things. I can't pay your mortgage. I can't, you know, I can't tell you what your husband is or isn't going to do or how your kids are going to turn out or what your 401k, like I can't do any of that, but I can stay. Um, That's, I mean, that's the, that's the beauty and that's the power of friendship. Because when you look back one day, that's what you're going to remember. Who stayed? Who was there? Who was with me when yeah. it when it got really really hard, um, and those are going to be the people that you know you're friends with for for years. And yeah. who was there when things got really really good mm-hmm. and stayed? Yep, that's yeah. the other thing. Because and you'll have a lot of people come when it's really good, but or who's really there bad. when it's well? I mean, even when it's good though, you'll mm-hmm. you'll have people come out of the woodworks versus when it's really bad. There's less people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. But you did speak my love language. We we're going to dinner tomorrow night, and she's all rock and fun do. I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> God, she lived there. I know. Every night. I haven't been here forever. So, so I'm like, good. oh, yeah, let's do that. So. It is really good. And actually, I looked at the, ordering the lava rock because they're. Um, oh, right. Steak. You do, it's amazing. So, not so to you're going to have that bar. at home? Oh, yeah. You can order it on Amazon. It's like 75 bucks. <laughs> it's a lava rock, and you cook your steak and. This past weekend, I was it was raining. I was figuring how to cook a steak in the oven, which I didn't know. I've been terrible at it. And then it said to stick a cast iron um, skillet in the in the oven. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you cook your steaks on a separate one, like 10, 15 minutes, then the skillet. Then you take the cast iron skillet and you sear it on both sides at the end. And it was amazing. Wow. But then your house is going to smell like rock and fondue. Well, I don't know. I mean, it was, it was it worth outside. it. Like Jack and Joel were like, this is amazing. Reed had the stomach flu, so she didn't eat it. But I thought about rock and fondue and I was like, this is just like the lava yeah. rock. Yeah, it's good. And it's so, so good. good. It's I good. know. But I will not wash my hair before I go because no, I will wash, wash my hair, hair when I get home. <laughs> no, or take a good jacket. True. <laughs> Fancy jacket or purse. All right, guys. Well, Melody, it's been a real pleasure. Thanks You're for having me. Really, really amazing. Mm. Um, check out Melody at Sandals Church, and hopefully, we will finagle her to come back on again anytime. Yes, anytime. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. Bye, bye.